Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Budden Sports Channel, and this is another episode of the Weekly Waiver Wire with your host, Francis, from the Budden Sports Podcast. Man, this week, we had about four players go down with hamstring injuries. <laughs> I don't I don't know if players aren't stretching. I don't know if they're not warming up. But let's just dive into this injury report, and then we'll move on to possible waiver wire pickups and possible plays that you can play for your week week four matchups. First one on the injury list is Christian McCaffrey with a hamstring injury. And pretty much everyone that got a hamstring injury this, this week is expected to be out for a few weeks. So McCaffrey, AJ Brown, Darius Slay, Sterling Shepard all suffered hamstring injuries over the weekend and they are expected to be out for a few weeks. Um, Scotty Miller from Bucks, he uh, stepped in for Antonio Brown, but then he suffered a turf toe injury, and he's headed to the IR. Tyler Croft suffered suffered a rib injury, and James White from the Patriots uh, suffered a hip injury. And there's no um, definite timeline for those guys, for Scotty Miller, Tyler Croft, James White. There's not an exact timeline as to how long those guys are going to be out for. Um, but I think that pretty much covers the, the major injuries over the weekend. And uh, we can move on to the waiver wire pickups. And I got a couple names for each position. Um, starting with quarterbacks. I really like Heineke, um, quarterback for Washington versus the Falcons this week. Um, Heineke, you know, he's... He's a gunslinger type of guy, and he's he's pretty fearless. I, I like the way he plays. He's not scared to run either. Um, he actually got a rushing touchdown this past weekend. And um, the past two games, um, he scored 19 fantasy points, and then this past week put up 21. And he does go versus the Falcons. This will be the easiest defense um, that he has matched up against so far this year. So I do expect a floor of around 20 points for Heineke. Um, I, I do expect that him and, and Terry McLaurin are going to have a pretty big day uh, against Atlanta. So that's one possible uh, quarterback play if you're looking for a quarterback this week. Um, another one is Zach Wilson. Um, I know <laughs> that's not that's not a very attractive pick, especially the way um, the past two games have gone for him. Um, you know, I personally, I started him week one. For my fantasy team, luckily it was for week one because he he posted 18 points that week. And since then, he's been in the uh, single-digit numbers as far as fantasy points. But when you kind of look back uh, on his schedule, you know, going against Carolina, uh, he went against New England, and then um, recently went against the Broncos. And those three teams, I you know, I think when you look back on this season, you, you can put those three teams possibly in the top 10 defenses in, in the league. You know, he, he went he went up against some pretty tough defenses. So I think this matchup this week uh, against the Titans is, is probably going to be the lightest defense he has faced so far. And uh, week one, he wasn't a total dud. You know, he, he put up eight, 18 points. He threw for two touchdowns. So Zach Wilson versus the Titans, um, I think that's a pretty decent gamble if you're looking for for a quarterback this week. Um, Moving on to wide receivers. Hunter Renfro um, from the Raiders has been 
really active lately. And last week, uh, he was able to put up 18 fantasy points. Um, and through the first two weeks, uh, he put up double-digit fantasy points. Week one, 13 points. Week two, 10 points. But uh, during both of those weeks, um, he was missing a touchdown from his stat line. Uh, he got his first touchdown last week against Miami, in which he you know, posted his, his highest total for fantasy points of the season with 18. So Hunter Renfro, you know, they, they really trust him in that offense. He's a very slippery guy, so he has a lot of yards after catch. And, um, you know, looking at him, you, you wouldn't think that he could be a receiver that could produce a lot, but he he's one of those guys that can. That He gets open, catches the ball, and gets yards after the catch. So he's a pretty solid, solid receiver for the Raiders. Um, next one on the list is McCole Hardman from the Chiefs. They can't always throw it to Tyreek Hill. They can't always throw it to Kelsey. You know, eventually teams are going to blanket one or both of those guys. So I think guys like McCole Hardman, who have a lot of speed and they have that big playability, you know, that they're a great flex play. If you're looking for a, um, a flex play or if you're thin at wide receiver, uh, McCole Hardman has been posting pretty solid numbers this year. You know, I think his worst game so far was week one with four points. But week two, he put up 10 against the Ravens. And then this past week against the Chargers, he had a touchdown, put up a total of 12 fantasy points. So McCall Hardman um, and, you know, the Chiefs, they're going to they're going to score points. That's who they are. Uh, that offense is explosive. They have Patrick Mahomes. So you, you can't really go wrong if, you know, you you're able to get McCall Hardman or Robinson, you know, those are, those are pretty solid, uh, pickups. All right. I think that's it. Oh, actually, uh, no, we have one more receiver, which is Terrace Marshall, uh, Jr. From the Panthers. He, um, he is actually a pretty, um, solid target for, for Sam Darnold. I know Sam Darnold loves DJ Moore, but, uh, Terrace Marshall, you know, he's he's kind of been staying in that 5 to 10 point range per game uh, in fantasy. But through the first three weeks, he has not caught a touchdown. And being a guy that's been targeted 14 times through the first three weeks, I think eventually he will find the end zone, you know, and he has a, a matchup against the Cowboys. And then after that, he has a matchup against the Eagles and then the Vikings and then the Giants and then the Falcons. So there's a stretch of games where um, he he has a matchup against pretty soft defenses. And uh, you, you can't expect the Panthers to be putting up points. So if, if you'd like to take a chance on, on Terrace Marshall or if you're just really thin at wide receiver, you know, that that's somebody to consider and look at. Let's see. I think that is going to wrap it up for the wide receivers now. Moving on to the running backs. There are two names that I really like this week. One is the backup to McCaffrey, since we can expect McCaffrey to be out for the next few games. And it's uh, Chubba Hubbard. I think that's how you say his first name, Chubba or Chuba. Uh, last name Hubbard. But he is apparently a, a rookie this week. And he did go in when McCaffrey went down, and he, he looks like a, a pretty good runner. 
he looks like he he is going to be someone that can produce for that team. He didn't have a touchdown um, this past week, but he was still able to grind out 10 fantasy points. So if you were to throw in, you know, a touchdown, he could, he could very much get anywhere from 15 to 20 points. And he does play the Cowboys next. So Ch- Chuba Hubbard's probably, you know, he's probably going to be one of the most sought after running backs this week. So if you're in a in a good position on the wire to get him, I recommend making him your priority. Um, if you can't get to him, there's another guy uh, who's been chilling on the wire, who's been posting up pretty solid numbers, and that's Zach Moss. Uh, he didn't play week one, but for the past uh, two weeks, he has a total combined points of fantasy points of 32, and he posted 14 points week two, 18 points this past week. And um, for the week four matchup, it is against Houston. So Zach Moss, um, you know, a guy that, you know, he's he he didn't get to start week one, but the last two games he has gotten the start and he has posted very solid fantasy numbers. So he, he he's going against pretty much the easiest defense so far that um, he's had to play against in the Houston Texans. And actually, I mean, the Texans defense isn't isn't terrible, but I definitely don't consider them anything like a top 10 or top 15. So I think Zach Moss should at least get one rushing touchdown um, versus the Texans. Um, The Bills definitely should have a lot of red zone trips and a lot of uh, opportunities to score. So Zach Moss, you should at least get a touchdown. Hopefully, right? Watch me be super wrong. He's going to get like two points. (laughs) All right. Moving on to tight ends. Two names on this list. One is Dan Schultz from the Cowboys. And he's another one of those guys where he doesn't really jump out at you. But, hey, he runs his routes. He catches his balls. Um, Dak Prescott likes him, trusts him. And he's been their main tight end. Blake Jarwin had a major injury last year, and he's barely coming back from that. But Dan Schultz uh, has shown that he's a very reliable tight end. He can he can do it all, and he he's actually really good at at route running and and pass catching. So, um, what did he post this past week? I know he had a pretty big game um, against the Eagles last night, but. Let me check. He had he put 26 fantasy points last night uh, against the Eagles. And then week one, he was in the double digits again with 10 points. Week two against the Chargers, which was a very ugly game. It was very um, penalty heavy on both sides. So there wasn't really a flow in that game. And he only had three points. But for the next two games, he goes up against the Panthers and the Giants. And, um, yeah, you know, he, he's getting his targets, 20, 20 total targets so far through three games. So it averages around six and a half. Um, it's pretty, pretty solid if you're looking for a, a tight end to fill in this week. Let me see. Who's the other guy? Ah, D Knox, Dawson Knox. So Dawson Knox had his best performance in fantasy this past week. He caught a touchdown. He was 4 or 5, 49 yards, and a touchdown for 14 points. 
Uh, week one, he put up eight points. Week two, he put up nine points. Um, honestly, one of looking at his history through the first three weeks, he is one of the more solid picks off the wire, especially if you're in a twelve a standard twelve man PPR league. Um, you know, guys like Dinox are gonna be there, Schultz, and um, they they're guys that are producing. They're they're not you know laying an egg, and they are seeing targets from their quarterback. So I think those two guys are very solid. One one third name to mention real quick is Evan Ingram from the Giants. I'm not a fan of this team. I think this team has a lot of problems, but Evan Ingram did just come back um, this past week against the Falcons. It was his first game back. Um, he missed the, the previous two games. So there there are better days ahead of Evan Ingram. He only posted about two points this past week, but... Um, he, he is going to have better games moving forward. I, if, if you need, um, somebody to just kind of hold on to, um, you have space for an extra player and you need a tight end, um, Evan Ingram, uh, just keep him on your bench. And I think moving forward, you're, you're going to see his usage go up. All right. And now that we're done with tight ends, we can move on to defenses um there's only one defense on this list that i picked um i really like the Bengals defense versus the jaguars um trevor lawrence i I get it he's a rookie um he's having an okay showing but he's throwing a lot of picks he's throwing a lot of interceptions and it's probably you know not all his fault he he doesn't really have a, a ton of time to to scan the field and, and make a perfect throw, you know, that O-line isn't, isn't top five or anything, <laughs> but, um, he, you know, that's just the situation he's in. And I think the Bengals defense has improved over the years. Like the, this is their, the first time they've, they've shown that they're actually kind of solid on defense and, um, going against a rookie quarterback who has been turning over the ball a lot. Um, I think the Bengals defense is is primed for a, a pretty solid game. You know, I could see them getting anywhere from 10 to 15 points off sacks, interceptions, fumbles. Hopefully, hopefully they can score a touchdown off, off of one of those um, turnovers. But I just don't see the Jaguars going through a full NFL game all four quarters without a single turnover. Like, I, I just you couldn't convince me that they could do that. So Bengals defense. They should capitalize on some turnovers this week. Um, and as far as kickers, I really did not get any any kickers on onto this list or get any kickers in mind or ready because I I'm just scanning the wire and honestly <laughs> I don't see I don't see any I don't I can't even recommend anything. Um, you know so. I'm going to leave that up to you guys. You guys pick your kickers. <laughs> you guys take your chances with your kickers. I'm over kickers this this year. Um, I've, 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 through the first three weeks, I've seen enough from kickers. So this is pretty much going to wrap it for this week's weekly waiver wire report. You know, one of these one of these days, I'm going to say weekly waiver wire whip report. But anyway, um, thank you for tuning in. This has been your host, Francis, from the Budden Sports Podcast. And please tune in next week to get your weekly waiver wire report. I'll see you for week four. Peace.